Big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Hammy, how are you, my friend? Doing great, Kenny. Good to see you again. Hope you and your family are doing well as well. Well, good to hear your voice, and that means it's baseball season. And as we put on the bottom of the screen here, 34th season for you, Hammy. Uh, hard to believe anybody in this business that can last 34 years with one organization is doing something right. Just your thoughts on embarking on year number 34. Might be a miracle that I haven't used that magical word on the air in 34 years at ends your career. Yeah. So, uh, you know what? I, I said it, I know to you before Kenny and to other people, I, I've been very blessed um, and uh, very fortunate to have had this job to get this job, much less than be able to, to keep doing it. And not many of us can't wait to, to get to work every day. And I'm one of the lucky ones that uh, is excited to go to work every day. And, you know, it's not a job, it's, it's a labor of love. And again, I'm, you know, having grown up on a dairy farm and seeing how my parents worked, nothing against that way of life, but that was hard work. And uh, I don't feel like I've uh, had to work for a living for 34 years. Now, God bless you for uh, sticking around in Cleveland. Thank you for that. Uh, I know our listeners here on WHBC appreciate you and Rosie uh, with the call each and every night we carry the game. So let's get into uh, what we can expect maybe from the 2023 Guardians Hammy, because last year caught us by surprise. They yeah. win the division. They win a playoff series, take the Yankees to five games. So they kind of flew under the radar. Not going to be the case this year, right? Bullseye is going to be on their back in the division, isn't it? Yeah, I think so, Kenny. Um, you know, it's always harder to be the hunted than to be the hunter. And um, I think everybody last year kept saying, okay, this has been a great story. And, you know, if it ends in July or August or September, you know, we never expected this, but, you know, the one thing about this club all season long, they didn't buy into that narrative and they felt all along that they were good enough to win. And, you know, they proved that, especially in September. Remember they had that five game losing streak near the tail end of August into September. And that looked like, Oh, okay. This is kind of where the brakes are going to be put on this story. And instead they took it to another level and they had to go head to head with Minnesota and Chicago. And uh, they just flat out knocked out those two ball clubs when it mattered most in September, head to head uh, Cleveland was the better team. And, you know, it, it's just hard to believe how they, they won this thing with a week to go in the regular season. And so I don't think any of us thought that on labor day. And so it was a remarkable story, but, they're no longer sneaking up on anybody. And I think the other thing, Kenny, you touched upon it. What they did in the playoffs made it even more legitimate. You know, we keep hearing about, oh, my gosh, the AL East, the AL East. Well, they swept one of the best teams in the AL East in Tampa Bay. And I still think they beat New York if we don't have all those rain outs that gave the Yankees a chance to kind of be able to to do things with their rotation and you know, a guy like Nestor Cortez doesn't start game five. 
if we don't get rained out the day before, but you know, that that's part of baseball and the Yankees then, you know, took advantage of that and went on then to, to win the series. But to do that against New York and Tampa Bay, when it mattered most, I thought put an exclamation mark on how special the year was. A lot of guys stepped up last year or came from nowhere last year to make an impact on the team. Who are some of those guys this year that must continue that ascend at the major league level to make sure this team is contending for the division title and a playoff spot again, Hammy? I think all of them, uh, Kenny, <laughs> uh, because, you know, when you start at some point 17 different rookies, that means you're depending on those kids. And look, we all know that some will have setbacks this year, whether it's production, whether it's an injury, whatnot. But that's why the depth of the organization is so critical. But, you know, when you have that many kids you were counted on last year, um, you need all of them to play well again. I mean, Stephen Kwan became, you know, since uh, such an integral part of the lineup, not only with his gold glove play in left field, but your leadoff hitter. And um, so th those guys, as we've seen in the past, whether it was Kenny Lofton or whether it was Grady Sizemore, um, think of the impact good leadoff hitters have had on this ball club and its offense down through the years. And so, you know, I, I, I really think they all have to continue. I, I, I think a guy like a Will Brennan, I think he's going to be a much bigger part of this ball club this year than maybe anybody envisions now. Now I, I base that only on what he's done in the minor leagues, but what we saw in a brief audition last year when the games again meant the most in September and so I, I think he's a guy to look to to see what he can do for this club this year. You know, can Oscar Gonzalez provide you that much-needed thump in the middle of the lineup? We need more power, and obviously that makes Oscar Gonzalez a critical component here as well. We saw what the loss of Fran Mil Reyes's power meant offensively a year ago. So I think the one thing we saw, Kenny, is that this was a ball club that has – as good a player as there is in the game in Jose Ramirez, but you need more than Jose. Yeah, you need some help, some power help there. Josh yep. Naylor coming off that horrific yes. injury, had a solid season, Hammy. JT and I always talk, it was painful to watch him run, right? But he was out there giving it his all every day. And to play injured and go 20 homers and 79 yeah. RBIs and hit about 250, not too bad. Are you expecting similar, if not better, numbers from a more healthy uh, Josh Naylor this year? Yeah, I would say better, Kenny. You know, and talking to Josh here in Goodyear, you know, and they, they, uh, he and Bo are out here all winter long now getting ready for the season, his younger brother, catcher Bo Naylor. This year, he got to get ready for baseball. He wasn't rehabbing like right. he was the year ago. I, I thought it was a miracle in that he was ready to play opening day last year. Now, Cleveland obviously sent him to Columbus because they, they wanted to make sure they weren't rushing him, but for him to put himself physically into a position to have opened the season a year ago was near miraculous. This winter, he's able to just get stronger, work on baseball, and not have to rehab. And I, I think that can make a, a huge impact on the kind of production you get from Josh Naylor going forward. Happy to have the radio voice of the Cleveland Guardians, Tom Hamilton, with us here on the Kenny and JT Show. And Hammy, the pitching staff anchored by one of the best starters in the game and one of the best closers in the game in Shane Bieber, 
uh, a Cy Young Award winner and the Fireman of the Year last year. I use that term from the old days in the 70s. We called them firemen, putting out the fires, right, Hammy? In uh, Emmanuel Classe. What about in between that, Hammy? Who, who are we looking for this year from the Guardians to be the, those other two or three major starters from what's on the roster? And then what's the bullpen looking like? Well, I think, Kenny, you know what you're getting with your first three in Shane, Tristan McKenzie, and Cal Quantrill, from a consistency standpoint, the two wild cards are obviously Aaron Savali and Zach Plesek. Right. And, um, you know, the one thing about this organization, they've got some good young starting pitching that is on the doorstep. And I think some of these kids could make their major league debut this year, whether it's a Gavin Williams, whether it's a, a Tanner Bybee, whether it's a Logan Allen. I mean, these are guys we've heard a lot about but they've also put up big numbers right? and they're getting close to being major league ready. So the one thing, again, we've learned you break camp with five starters, but you better have three more that are ready in Columbus to help at any given time. You know, the bullpen I think is probably pretty much all the same names and faces uh, that we saw a year ago. You know, there, there's not a Brian Shaw, or at least he's not in camp yet, but uh, <laughs> you know, um, you know, that, that's the one thing about this ball club, Kenny. There aren't many surprises down here, and there aren't many jobs that are up for grabs. Right. Uh, there might be one or two spots that are questionable. Everything else, you pretty much know who's going to fill those roles. I mean, think where we were a year ago going, oh, my Lord. You know, it, it, it was an audition for so many guys. But in one year, how quickly that narrative changed and how stable all of a sudden this ball club is with more good young talent on the way. All right, let's go back to the position players, and I want to get your thoughts on the addition. We talked about Naylor providing offense, maybe Oscar, Oscar Gonzalez, excuse me, uh, but the move to get Josh Bell in the offseason, yeah. that was one of their big, uh, you know, we made a couple of Mike Zanino as a catcher and, and Bell in free agency. Uh, how much do you think Josh Bell can help this team from the standpoint of his power and also with the new rules getting rid of the shift, thank goodness. Well, I'm looking forward to that, Kenny. I, I don't yeah. know how you feel about it or the fans. Um, I was tired of seeing guys, you know, the shift was one thing. The thing that irked me even more was playing a rover in right or right center field, and a guy hits a rocket that's caught by somebody that shouldn't be in that position. That's been a hit since the time the game began. Right. So left-handed hitters in particular – are going to be rewarded this year. Um, I always love when somebody says, well, hit the ball the other way. Okay, you try hitting a 98-mile-an-hour cutter <laughs> in your hands to left field if you're a left-handed batter. I mean, it's not that easy. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I, I'm curious to see what we see from Josh Bell. I mean, he's had some really good years with Pittsburgh. Now, though, you're with a winner. Right. And last year he had a great four months with Washington, really struggled with San Diego. Look, the numbers are there. The resume is there that he can be an impact guy. Um, this is a big year for Josh Bell, Kenny. Yeah. I mean, he's got a two-year contract, but he has an out clause after one year. In other words, Josh wants to have the kind of year that allows him to reset the free agent table uh, this coming winter. So, yeah, I think he's a, a key component this year in making your offense more productive. And I think Mike Zanino is going to be a big-time addition. Look, we had 
tremendous catching from a defensive standpoint the last few years, but you just can't keep having an automatic out in your lineup. And, you know, Mike Mazzino is a guy, Mike Zanino is a guy that has proven he can hit 25 to 30 home runs. All right, Hammy. Terry Francona, the impact that he has on this baseball team, this organization, misses uh, the previous two years with uh, illnesses and injuries, comes back last year, manages the entire season, and what do you know? Manager of the year for the third time since he's uh, been in the uh, Indians-slash-Guardians organization, and they make the playoffs and win a series. Uh, last thing here, the importance of having Tito uh, as the guy in that dugout with the rest of the, the, the coaching staff uh, following behind him. I think it's immeasurable, Kenny. And uh, you just touched upon it. Um, it's a great coaching staff, but Tito's a difference maker. Look, how many, how many teams, and, and I'm talking every sport, hockey, basketball, the NFL, how many teams have a guy that's their head man that is that big a difference maker? Um I, I, it goes without saying. Right. Tito has proven it because he could win in Boston with great talent, huge payroll, and look what he's done in Cleveland with restrictions on payroll uh, because of revenues and whatnot. I don't know. Kenny, can you think of another guy, and you can really take the NFL out of the equation because everybody's on the same level. The Green Bay Packers are making as much money as the New York Giants are. So there's no disparity in payrolls that way. So it's really almost the NFL doesn't count. But, you know, you name me another manager or head coach who's proven he can win and win at any level as far as resources financially. I, I, I think he's as good a manager as the game has ever seen. And how lucky are we that this is year 11 to watch the best manager in baseball be in Cleveland. All right, last question, I lied. I always think of one while you're talking. <laughs> uh, the keys for this team to get back to the playoffs, whether it's wild card or win the division, from uh, you know what you see right now, and yes, there are going to be changes even before opening day, maybe throughout the season and the trading deadline. Who knows? But what, what are the keys if they're going to be back in the postseason uh, for us at Progressive Field? Well, and I know this always sounds trite, and redundant, but it all starts with health. I mean, look what the lack of health did to Minnesota last year. And some of that also impacted, although I think the White Sox had other issues in addition to not being a healthy ball club. But look, this is a ball club. We, we saw Kenny a couple of years ago. When you lost Bieber, Savali, Plesak, you were done. Right. You can't, you can't compensate for losing 60% of your rotation. So this ball club has to stay relatively healthy um, because that margin of error isn't as great with Cleveland as it is with the team spending $250 million on payroll. That being said, um, I just think it always with this ball club is going to be about pitching and I just don't think they can go another year. I don't know how they did it last year, but I don't think they can go another year without having five guys really contributing. You, you didn't get much from Aaron Savali and Zach Plesak last year, and somehow, somehow, yeah. they mixed and managed it. Um, that That's a hard way to win. So I, I, I think it's, it's big for Plesak and Savali 
to be big time contributors. I'm not saying 20 game winners, right? Um, but you need innings from them, wins from them. And if not, then I think we're going to see some of the younger starters. Hammy, it's always a pleasure to talk baseball with you. We always appreciate the time you make for us here on WHBC, the Kenny and JT show with Pam in the morning. We look forward to listening to you and Rosie again, calling another exciting season of Guardians baseball here on WHBC. Kenny, always great being with you, and uh, thanks for being uh, such a special part of our network, and and we mean that with the fans as well in, in your area. So, you know, we're looking forward to it. You know what, Kenny? We're back in spring training with a chance to to play in October. That's all you want, but this is a legitimate chance to play deep into October. And how much fun is it to to know we've got six months of baseball coming up that are going to mean something? Yeah, no pandemic, no uh, strike, no lockout, none of that. A regular baseball season, and we can't get uh, uh, can't wait to get down to Progressive Field. I know, knock on wood, uh, and watch some games and listen to you guys call it. Have fun this year, Hammy, and we'll talk Thanks. throughout the year. All right. Thanks, Kenny.